Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Joe Doring. I'm here at World Famous Corgan Hall. What's going on? It's Sammy Guevara, the best ever. And you, yes, you are listening to WrestleCast Radio, baby. WrestleCast Radio, it's the number one podcast in all of wrestling, yeah. How ladies and gentlemen, the next contest, it is set for one for Lord to curfew. I'm going to make this a tag team match. And I'm going to show every single one of you that there's only one boss in the WWE, and that's me. Does this look soft to you? Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, there's one part of our bodies that's soft, and it ain't soft all the time, if you catch my meaning, Ric Flair, New York City Ric Flair, you're gonna find out what hard is all about. Hey, Machine Gun, what's my impression of Okada? We hate Okada, screw Okada! Los Ingobernables! De This is WrestleCast Radio with your host, Brian Cook. Together, Matthews, you suck ass. <laughs> you might be one of the worst wrestlers I've ever watched in my life. What are we going to start? Is that an No, that's, that's, uh, that's uh, Kevin Kelly. And Alex, no. Uh, this whole thing, if, if it's him and Cass attacking each other, I'm going to be, I, I might stop watching him forever. Them each other. Ladies, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 114 of One WrestleCast Radio. Alex, <laughs> feels good that, uh, that that we had a good New Japan Cup, and we got a lot of New Japan to talk about tonight. Lots to, oh my gosh, like, so, I mean, what do we have? Nights three, all the way to the uh, to the final, of course, and, and what's leading up to the Madison Square Garden G1 Supercard in New Japan and Ring of Honor. Um, secretly, I think th- this could possibly be the uh, probably the best card of the year. I mean, it will, obviously we have to see it into play, uh, but on paper, uh, just you know, as we're going over it before the show, uh, I I can't really find a weak link. Even the one that I thought you kind of you know geared me in the right direction since you did see the uh, the women's match uh, down in Miami. So. I, you know, some good hopes for that one. Shout out, shout out to uh, me looking like a damn Mark uh, as the guy zooms in on me as I'm screaming, yes, as Iwatani beats Kelly Klein. Can uh, I find that apologies. on Fight TV? Um, probably. Might be on uh, the WB or whatever, the CW. Might be on there, too. WB. <laughs> Brought to you by uh, the Waynes Brothers, which is still a fantastic show. John Witherspoon, <laughs> low-key uh, goats. Of comedy. <laughs> you better put some water on that damn shit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish it was Friday. That's for sure. Um, so, we'll, as Alex said, we'll get into that G1 Supercard, the New Japan Cup. we got to run through every part of that that we haven't. Won't, won't match my match because that could get a little long and a little tedious. Um, 
Alex, uh, as he said to me yesterday, and I put in here, so I'm not sure where he's going to go with this or if it's just he wants me to go nuts or whatever, but uh, Alex, oh, we we're going to shoot tonight. Um, I have might. a few topics uh, after we today. We might have some spoilers on what happened earlier uh, this evening. Is that where you're going to go in at with the, uh, with the hip there? Oh, well, I originally was going to talk about another WWE name change that I wanted to shoot about. Oh, um, we did totally have do you, that. Have you Can seen I just start calling you change? Cook? Yeah, yeah, you might as well. Somebody, somebody said, you know, for everybody that's pissed off that he's just Ali now, which still is stupid as hell. Here's I mean, I, Ali. I don't think it's anything to get pissed about. I mean, Apollo got its cruise back, so that's true. There's always hope, man. There's hope. Well, well I, I miss Antonio and Langston and uh, Almas. Um, you know, it <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no one misses the Antonio. Come on. Cesaro just badass. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, you're right. Um, but, but we'll get into said, that when, when we uh, let me, let me, when we do before our I forget though before before I forget let me just say this one thing because it's pretty funny. People said don't if you're mad now wait till they promote Walter to the main roster and he just starts going by Walt. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's a Jacob's Ladder scenario. I, yeah. I think I'm dead. Or he's he just goes as Walter Spoiler. with lowercase. <laughs> They would do that, wouldn't they? Just yeah, Richards, literally something to wrestle uh, the WrestleMania ten thing. But my God, I don't know. I, I'm fine. I mean, it, I'm indifferent. I guess it, it doesn't make or break it. Um, I had to talk to my cousin after he was after we talked about the three way from Fastlane. He was like, eh, I really didn't like it. As I gave him a five minute lecture on uh, why why he was incorrect on that but but besides <laughs> that i don't think it's going to change his uh or any you know anyone's opinion on on his ring work and you know who knows the mustafa might come back it might be a match stipulation later on in his uh in his career you know and, and it's one of those things where i know it's not that big of a deal i mean you're 100 percent right i'm i'm probably just nitpicking but i just to me it feels like if i hear a character named ali all i'm thinking is oh vince mcmahon's got another sultan or something like that like well, just think of the merchandise, though. It's just easier to kind of spread out than Mustafa Space Ali. Like, it's like uh, uh, Gredzalonic from the Cubs, like, back in the day. Where it's yeah, just, like, was like a nice rainbow. <laughs> from armpit to armpit. But, no, it's just, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I again, I, I think it's okay. I don't think it's anything uh, culturally. You know, I'm, I'm sure a few people had, had that, but you know, I'm just thinking, you know, it's just easier off the tongue. Here's Ali. But then again, with me being Alex Alejandro and then my family name, which will go nameless, which is very similar. Um, I hate it when people call me Ali with the ALI. I only give one person a pass just because she's the greatest person on earth. But besides that, if someone says or spells it that way, boy, do I get irked. Just oh, like uh... the Oscar fan base tonight. When the uh, the guy at the movie theater called you Alexander, thought Alex <laughs> stood for so that. Stop going of, uh, there, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting stared down by a woman with a bucket. Um, <laughs> you have caught the you have caught the sickness from Sydney. Stay the Damn hell away from sickness. me. Oh man, <laughs> good to see you. Just don't be sick Jen's, next uh, weekend. Jen's got the the barf and the poop. Yeah, we got. Ooh. I got him a, a, a police rubble. Yeah. 
I want to be Ooh. the superstar dad tomorrow. What up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, see, we're going to get it all out of us now, so then that way next week I'm good. Can't wait. I'm off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So much wrestling. So much excitement. Okay, 20 Friday nights with a sack uh, of Portillo's. Yes. Yes, hopefully. hopefully wrestling uh, slumber party. It's going to be the deal. Which you can follow <laughs> us over on the Patreon channel, uh, patreon.com forward slash uh, WrestleCast. I think it's just WrestleCast. I will confirm right now, though, for us. Patreon. Of course, $2 it will be the minimum, or we have an awesome tier $5, or whatever you would like. Of course, whatever you would like would be great, but also it will help us kind of keep this uh, fun ragtag uh, show going, make it a lot simpler. Plus, we're going to have awesome, cool content during Wrestling Weekend, since I think it's more than a mania. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun shows. Yeah, subscribe to the Patreon, buy the t-shirts, because uh, if, if you guys if you guys can, you know, you fans of the show, help support, and I can get a new graphics card in this PC, um, we can start doing live Twitch shows. I figured out why it wasn't working for us, Alex. Just need to get a, a, a stronger oh. caption card, or a stronger graphic card. So, Or if one of you guys just want to donate it to me, that'd be cool too. DM yeah. for uh, address. Um, <laughs> but obviously, like we mentioned, we're gonna do we're gonna do the carnival. We got or the the uh, the New Japan Ooh, Cup. We got some, we got some shooting to do here as well. But uh, you brought this up, and I think it's a great idea because I am thoroughly excited to do this because I'm this is this has been the talk of my week. I'm so excited yeah. for it. This this was my birthday present over the weekend. Alex was getting to watch this. It almost um, it almost broke your relationship. You were talking about that much. <laughs> uh, March 19th, the, uh, the Tag Series Night 6 uh, for All Japan Pro Wrestling. Kento Miyahara defended the title against Naoya Nomura. Nomura, 25. Miyahara, 29. So these are young dudes. Uh, Nomura, first title opportunity he's ever had. They had the largest crowd at Cork, and they've had in years not counting a, a Champions Carnival show or a Tag League show, which mm-hmm. obviously that makes sense why those are big. But one of the biggest gates they've had there, 1,600-some people. 17 is what New Japan did on, on a New Year's Dash. So they almost matched that. Um, wow. First-time title defense for Naoya Nomura. Him and Miyahara go 28 minutes and, like, 25 seconds. I went four and three quarters on this. I, I'm still like, I'm going to rewatch it again. I, I, I really <laughs> want to give this, I, I haven't given anything five stars yet. I do need to rewatch Okada J white again, and that could do it. But from what, from what it was, this match was, was damn near perfect. I had one gripe, which I mentioned to you. And even if I put that gripe aside, the, the work was incredible. I just, I can't mm-hmm. give a, a perfect five stars to a match that wasn't perfect. So that's the only reason, like, this is like, four and three quarters with an asterisk, I guess you could say. Ooh. But, I mean, this match was incredible. Naoya Nomura had some of the most fire I've seen anybody have in in a long time with New Japan. It picks up. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It picks up at the six, right time, for sure. 15-minute mark or so, about halfway through the match, is, as Alex mentioned, it got nuts. I mean, the, the intensity that these guys had, nobody nowadays has any of this fire. I've been... I've been a big proprietor of guys like Yuma Aoyagi and Jake Lee um, with, with this company of guys that I think really could, could succeed. And 
Jake Lee, even Zeus too to a T, and and they just seem mm-hmm. flat half the time where they just don't have that that fighting spirit. They're not coming at it. No more did that, and for as much as I think Jake Lee is the favorite to win the carnival because that's the guy they've been grooming, I think Junakiyama now has a decision to make where Noyori Nomura could be the guy to win the carnival. Ooh, fantastic, fantastic match. Great. I mean, we'll get into the bits and pieces of the match here, but um, Kenta Miyahara has his shutdown German suplex where he basically locks both of your arms. And the 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 way that he holds your, your one arm and, he, and, it, and he's making it seem like you're fighting him so hard to get that arm lock just makes that move that much better looking. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know if you noticed that camera shot that they did where he's fighting and fighting to push that right arm down. Oh, yeah. But then oh, yeah. he gets it in there. And he elevates him up, and Nomura Bazes does everything possible and slides out of it to escape it, which blew my mind, only for him to grab back and hit it again. And then what, what truly blew my mind is they gave Nomura a kick out from the German. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe that. That shows that they have so much confidence. Corkin went nuts when he kicked out of this thing. I mean, you would have thought Kenny Omega returned. <laughs> you know, you would think it was the Golden Lovers again. Like the, the, when when Nomura got out of it, and Miyahara played the, the crowd definitely so well. switched. And kind of when, oh when that God. fire, like you were saying, kind of picked up because everyone was thinking, "My gosh, you know, he he might have a chance." You know, meaning Nomura, and oh. you know when, when he hit those uh, couple of uh, splashes from the top rope. Where I was like, wait, what is this guy doing the first time? You know, gets, you know, executes it, gets up right again and goes for a second one. You're like, okay, you know, this guy means, you know, legit business here and, and just kind of swaying the crowd and, and the brain busters that he was delivering. He, he definitely had that Ishii type flow where I'm like, oh, I haven't seen, you know, young Ishii matches of any sort. But I was like, wow, just I, imagine this speed. You know, with with Ishii, you know, and, and, and all that strength and power. Um, my favorite thing, though, is, yeah, I mean, Kento Miyahara is a, I don't know, a trillion dollars. He's that, you know, top oh. five. Who do you build a, a company around? Kento Miyahara is that guy. And, there, and there's two reasons. Facials and mannerisms. My God, does this guy have swagger? soaking the love and admiration and cheers all in and saying, yes, I deserve, you know, I deserve this. This is me from the streamers that puts, you know, ring of honor and ECW to shame. Oh my God. Uh, like the you ring said, red. the young boys, <laughs> it, it, it should have took them 20 minutes, but, but kudos. They knew they had to get the match started, but uh, you know, that's probably why there was that seven minute delay, but uh Kentomi O'Hara is is just a delight. The cross face to the ring post where he's stretching his opponent from the inside ah. while he's standing outside and he's sticking his tongue out at the camera. Ah. It's amazing. I mean, it just again, his his facials and, and just, you know, like you said, the selling technique. Where at first he wasn't doing, I would say, no more justice in a way. And then all of a sudden, my God, you know, the, the, you know, even the prelude to the home stretch, you know, everything was at that mark where I'm like, holy crap, Nomura, you know, might pull this out here. And then 
you know, Kento Miyahara just comes in either with a, a, a lariat or a, a German suplex in combination out of nowhere and just goes, yes, gaining back control. This was a great match. The second time around, um, I, I was a little bit more involved, if you will. You know, like I said, I was watching it, you know, at the gym. So really no distractions. So it just made me, you know, encapsulate kind of, you know, the feeling at Karuk and Howell. And Hall, that was weird. Um, but anywho, you know, just kind of seeing all that, the, the, you know, the, the fandom just turned, you know. Like, like you said, a star was born, I would say, in that match. That guy is definitely going to be, you know, uh, you know kind of the, the future and hopefully the focal point of 2019. Having a strong, you know, Champions Carnival uh, would, would definitely boost him up even more and kind of give him, you know, a it just, you know, as, as I, again, you know, we talked about earlier, it reminded me of, you know, Evil Sonata, you know, that 2017 run, where then, you know, where I thought Sonata was going to be you know, the heavy favorite, but I was like, ah, Evil had a really good G1. You know, I think this is the guy. And I think, you know, Nomura has, you know, those characteristics, as well as, you know, having a style like Ishii for me, where, you know, this guy is, is on my radar. And, 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 it was, I mean, the, the beautiful thing too, um, closing out where I was going, you, you usually, if you watch some of these guys and you know, Alex, you watch enough wrestling when they pick, when they go for like a German suplex, the guys just kind of, all right, here we go. When he stalled him for that shutdown, he mm-hmm. freaked out and escaped it. Like I said, he gets hit with it yeah. again. And instead of going into this, you know, next crazy stretch, because usually when when the guy gets a right before that Nomura kicked out of that that huge knee and it was a I believe it was a knee no it was the it was the non shutdown version of the German just a normal German suplex and he kicked out at one and usually when they kick out at one that's their big here comes my fire I have nothing left after this so I gotta try to kill you and he hits that mm-hmm. shutdown and he kicks out and like I said he, they gave him the kick out which blew my mind. But instead of wasting more time, Miyahara picks him back up and just does it again, and it's over. Like he's mm-hmm. like, "Nope, I have to finish this. I can't. That that doesn't happen. I just have to take him out immediately." And he did it, and it worked. And it it made Miyahara look like that veteran ace leader that he. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's nasty to say veteran at twenty nine. Like that blows me away to say that. But well, look at Okada. I mean, he yeah, was right, yeah. twenty seven, twenty six. <laughs> you know, and, and it it showed that they, they were willing to take a risk. The crowd bought into it and they showed up and filled Cork and hall. And, and like you said, you know, at first it was a little, it was a different kind of match at first. And I'll say this, this is what didn't give it five for me was Nomura early's work in the leg. And he hits this huge splash on Miyahara's leg to try to take away his knees. And Miyahara is so, screaming and selling it looks like like a will osprey sell it was nuts but then he mm-hmm. gets up and immediately runs across the entire ring and hits a huge knee with that same knee runs back and runs all the way back again and does another huge knee and starts taunting and i'm going okay something they either just miyahara is like we're gonna just go to this kind of a dramatic king king's road style match or it's just the heat of the moment and getting no more over and trying to, you know, have the match that he's used to having. He just forgot about it. But mm-hmm. that, that was the only knock I had was you can't do a leg heat and then never sell it. 
And <laughs> I mean, and like you always say, well, isn't that Japanese wrestling? And it is to a T, but I also say for all the time that we see Tanahashi getting worked in the leg, he still he still goes back to at least selling it. You know, Agreed. or Okada still puts it over. Now, they will have that adrenaline spike, like I always try to defend, where they can fight through it, but usually then when it's the double down, they go back to selling. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. The adrenaline wears off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not to Miyahara. He must have got stabbed in the chest like those movies. Because, by the way, this dude has like Booker T cardio, man. He's 25 minutes of the minutes into the match. He's still coming off with the, like the hardest drop kicks I've ever seen. Like it's five minutes in. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but it's, I'm, I don't know, man. This was a star making performance. I think they gave. They gave the office. Junakiyama's got some more to think about, and this this now truly puts Miyahara in that category that I think if you're a if you're a fan of All Japan, you're very happy. And if you're somebody who who's hasn't learned All Japan or hasn't gotten back into it since the days of Kawada and all those guys and Tenru and whatnot, I think this is this is the ticket to get you back in. And I think people need to get on the train before. It, it leaves the track. I don't know, man. I still say he slips out. That's my only irk. There was a few irks in this match, but nothing to, to downgrade it to, to anything. Cause it, I mean, you know, um, what's the guy's name? He's so great. Uh, Nomura. Thank you. Thank you. Um, again, it's, it's going to take me two months until I knock the name out of the park, but no, he, you know, again, just kind of, kind of the, the different aspects that he brought to this match, you know, where, you know, at first, you know, where it seemed like I didn't think he was going to be able to kick out in time. Neither did the ref. There were a few like slow, you know, kind of going down to the three, like get up, get up, you know, type of aspects, you know, a few slip-ups, you know, here or there. But otherwise, you know, it's it's something that will change over time. And, and the Champions Carnival, you know, is, is definitely a, a good time to kind of lay it all on, on the table there and, and just kind of go out each night there. Now, dumb question, is this a elimination or just kind of uh, based off a point system? It's a point system. Like, it's, I think, okay. think the, um, the G1. G1, uh, yep. There's there's nine people in each block, so okay. Um, each guy has eight matches, so not as many matches as a G1. Um, and th- there's some good stuff. They have they have uh, a big Japan two two guys from Big Japan, somebody from Dragon Gate, somebody from Kai and Tai Dojo, and then somebody that I thought was a freelancer, but I could re- could be wrong. Um, there's five de- debuts in the uh, in the tournament this year as well. Um, we had two, four, we had six people not return that kind of, bu- that, that sucked. Um, bodyguard didn't, isn't back in it. I still don't know if, I think he's hurt. I don't know what it is. Um, Kai is not in it, which kind of confuses oh. me that there's no Kai. Um, uh, Shingo obviously is not in it cause he's not with the company or cause he's with New Japan now. Uh, Mara mm-hmm. Fuji's not returning and Junakiyama finally gets his way and doesn't have to be in the tournament. Um, which I, I, there was somebody that got hurt, and I don't remember who is filling in. Um, I'm trying to just skim through this real quick. I apologize. But I thought What's the storyline of who, that? 
of him not finally participating. He's just old. I mean, he's an older guy. <laughs> so I was like, if I don't have to do it, I could have swore somebody got hurt, but I don't see anyone that's not, um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, people, but um, yeah, I'm really bummed that, that Kai wasn't in it after how great his match was in New Japan. And I got, I got these, I got these, the, uh, the carnival blocks here. We, you know, I just want to go over them real fast, but I want I have, to say I have a quick question though, mm-hmm. too, while you were in Japan and while I was watching this, uh, this matchup here, the signs just looked a lot cooler than at the new Japan shows. Like they, they just seemed more artistic. Now, are these legit signage and banners that fans are bringing in, or are they planted, like at an so, e-event? All the, I've, I found out that all those banners that hang from the standing room at Cork and Hall are all by the staff. The staff hung every one of them up at DDT, and they did it all at New Japan as well, when we were both in standing room. So wow. these are all, these are all, so it's, it's, they're just choosing to do it, I think. Um, okay. I don't know. My guess is is some of them are are just kind of a random thing where they they do it to get different guys over, and then they have big names in it as well. But I don't. I mm-hmm. just I remember seeing people like I remember some woman hanging up a Damnation one, and and she had like a DDT shirt on and like a name badge. So I'm like, oh, she, I think she actually worked for the company. Oh, okay. So interesting. Uh, but I do got to say this. Um, you know, March ends. On what Sunday is the last day in March, or what? No, fourteenth, seventh, uh, Monday. I think is the last. No, is it Sunday? Sunday's the first, right? Mm-hmm. Sunday's the first. Um, whatever. No, uh, Monday is the first. Monday is the first. Okay, that's that. Okay, so you know, next Monday is the end of quarter one, essentially for for the year. Mm-hmm. I think after this this match with Nomura and what he did with with Suwama his match with Kai and the fact that every tag match I've seen him in, he's went this hard in these tag matches. And that's also throwing in there the, the Baba show where, where Miyahara was more over than Tanahashi. But I think, mm-hmm. I think Daisuke Sasaki's bumped, got bumped out of, out of the top spot. And I think right now quarter, you know, quarter of the year done. I know it's early, but I think Miyahara is my, my wrestler of the year right now. I just, I, wow. When when you look at the fact that he's had three title defenses in three months, four and a half, four and a half, and four and three quarter starter star matches, I don't. There's there isn't anyone that's done that. And you know, I mean, look what look at the um, what did I give the? Do you remember what I gave that tag match? I guess I can pull it up uh, from the Baba Show. Um, four and a half. Was it four and a half? Yeah, that's that was what I was thinking. It was. Oh, I do have it saved. Um, I'm going to pull it up right now. Uh, da, 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 da. Wow. So four and three quarters. A, uh, I went four, four and three quarters. quarters. So he, he's had four high-profile matches this year. Two I went four and three quarters with one that I, I still might move to five and two four and a halves. I mean, he and he made a star. And, you know, you got to see that performance. And my mm-hmm. my hope is that what you've seen of him now on the Baba show and from the Nomura match that, that this can, this can start hooking you and you can start getting into getting to watch some of this all Japan with me. Cause mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, this company is on the right track and they have the right guy leading it. 
and it, and it reminds me a lot of remember how I told you like mid two thousands I just didn't give a shit about New Japan, and finally you know late two thousands Nakamura and and Tanahashi you know but well, Wrestle Kingdom one essentially you could say or Wrestle Kingdom two so you know thirteen twelve thirteen years ago I started getting slowly back into it because of Tanahashi and Nakamura and Yuji Nagata was having some great stuff with with guys and then you know 2012 Okada I got huge into so I mean this is kind of how I feel about where I was just done with all Japan and now I'm like okay there's so many good talents here and mm. you know carrying that over here there's there's four outside to oh five and then the, he'd be six I believe so six of the 18 guys are outside talents but I mean all these guys in this tournament, in a weird way, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by. I mean, there's a lot of, and it just it shows yeah, me that this this roster's there. I'm excited because I didn't realize a few weeks ago at Warrior Wrestling Four, uh, I saw a, a, a gentleman who's going to be in this Champions Carnival. Yeah, the Carnival. Uh, Sam Adonis, oh, Sam Adonis. Faced yeah. LA, Yep, face LA Park, and uh, he's got a good good character. He can move around in the ring, and he can definitely take a power bomb onto uh, seven chairs. So uh, I think he could fit pretty well. So that that's going to be interesting. So, so we can we'll, we'll Joe Doring, the... fan of the show. Yes, to take on yep. Kento Nahara in the final. <laughs> do you have the blocks in front of you? Yeah, I don't have the matchups, but I do have the wrestlers in each block. And uh, so why did the bodyguard not? Uh, this year. Like like I said, I think he's hurt because he didn't do any of okay. the show. He, we we went to two All Japan shows on the second and third of January, and he wasn't at either of them. I'll do some more research and try to get an so answer. So this guy or I mean, I mean that's a pretty cool name, but I mean him to not be in it and for you not to um, see him, it seems like a pretty big deal. The bodyguard was Zeus's tag partner. They were called the Big Guns because they're just jacked. Oh, <laughs> I saw a picture of Zeus, and I was like, oh, it's like Japanese glacier. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, that guy is so swole, though. That guy <laughs> well, would take glacier and snap him in half. Oh, man. Uh, I'm gonna, combat fatality. I'll text you a picture of Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, radio. No, um, uh, so you got Joe Doring, mm-hmm. who we know is great. Midwest guy, yep. as as he said when when he saw me and Isaiah going to breakfast, he's like, "Hey, a couple of good Midwestern boys right there," and I was like, "Yeah, that's right, bitch. Look at me. I thought I was really cool." What? Um, <laughs> I was. I didn't really call anyone a bitch. I just. Oh, okay. I kind of sat there. I was like, "Yeah," and I'm wearing a Joe Doring shirt right now. What do you got to say about <laughs> it? Um, so that was kind of ironic. Um, Jake Lee, who I think has a really good chance of winning this block, but could be different. Yoshitatsu, who's having a great run in All Japan. Even you saw in that Baba show, he was way different in that tag match. He seemed mm-hmm. re, re, re energized and he's doing really good. Uh, Takashi and Yoshida. Who's Jake Lee? Why does this guy look awesome? Uh, he's he's that dude that I think is like, or the guy that I, I would say in there, I feel like is, is their next guy that they're trying to make. It's just something's not clicking. But and that's why he I looks like show. He looks like not show. He looks like yo. Wait, yeah, he looks like yo and abushi combined. <laughs> uh, Takashi Yoshida, 
Um, they list him as Dragon Gate, but I thought he was a, a, a Shima guy doing strong hearts, but I could be wrong. Um, Daichi Hashimoto. A lot of people say he's underwhelming, but I like Daichi Hashimoto. Uh, that's Shinji okay. Hashimoto's son. Uh, obviously, Suwama, whenever the tag champs, the Violent Giants. Sam Adonis, as you mentioned. For the old NXT faithful from back in the day, Joel Redman, who used to be known as Oliver Gray, the man who tagged with Adrian Neville. Ah, uh, he's in the tournament. And then now what could change the whole fate of Jake Lee winning or Joe Doring winning or Suwama winning is Naoya yeah. Nomura. So we have, we have matches with Nomura, Suwama, Jake Lee, and Joe Doring all against each other. Jeez. Sam Adonis, who, you can't, who you're enjoying, Daichi Hashimoto, Yoshitachi should put out some quality. Takashi Oshida is, is a decent hand. And then Joel Redman, if he can do what he did in NXT, that's a hell of a block. But then you go to the A block with Kengo Mashimo from Kaintai Dojo. He's okay, but he's in there with guys that could carry him. He's in there with Kento Miyahara, Yuma mm-hmm. Aoyagi, who's a former tag champ with Nomura, twice. We have Zeus. We have Jelani, uh, Gianni Valletta, who is interesting. I don't know. He's probably the weakest in this block, but he's, he wasn't terrible. I had never seen him until we went to Tokyo, but I didn't, I didn't hate him. So he, okay. he did pretty good. Uh, Ryuji Sai, who's part of Sweeper with Jake Lee. So once again, they're splitting up Ryuji Sai and Jake Lee, and they're splitting up Aoyagi and Nomura. Uh, Dylan James, who they're splitting up from Joe Doring, their tag team. Shuji Ishikawa, Violent Giants. He's one of the best wrestlers alive right now. They wow. split him up Suwama. And then Big Japan's lending Yuji Okabayashi, who's one half a strong BJ with Daisuke Sakamoto. Yep. Now, I'm not going to lie, if they would have took out Oliver Gray and put in Daisuke Sakamoto, I would have, I don't know what I would have done having matches with Sakamoto <laughs> and Nomura and Sakamoto and Joe Doring, but yeah, I mean, uh, this is a hell of a good, a hell of a good lineup. Um, the first night of the tournament uh, is April 4th. Um, that is the Thursday. Really? Yep, Thursday before you get here. Um, we get Shuji Ishikawa versus Yuji Okabayashi. That's going to be nuts. Jake Lee against Naoya Nomura on night one. The two, the two favorites, in my opinion. And Suwama and Joe Doring. <laughs> oh, that blows my mind. Um, April 6th, that Saturday night, we get a Yuma Aoyagi and Yuji Okabayashi match. That should be really good. Um, April 7th, WrestleMania itself. Uh, we get Joe Doring, Yoshitatsu. That should be kind of cool. April 9th, we get Kento Miyahara against Zeus. And uh, wow. Naoya Nomura against Sam Adonis. So there's, there's a Sam Adonis match for you. Um, April 10th, we get a Zeus-Yuma Aoyagi match. We get Suwami Yoshitatsu. Uh, and we get Naoya Nomura against Joe Doring. That should be awesome. Uh, hmm. April 11th in Fukuoka, we get Kento Miyahara, Dylan James. We get a Suwama, Sam Adonis, and we get Jake Lee Yoshitatsu. Uh, April 13th, a bigger show. That's got Shuji Ishikawa against Yuma Aoyagi. And we get Naoya Nomura, Joel Redman. And we get a Zeus, Dylan James match. Now, obviously, there's a few more than this. I'm kind of just picking out the big ones to me. Yeah. Um, April 15th has Kento Miyahara and Shuji Ishikawa. That should steal, that could steal the whole tournament. Um, the 15th, we get Nomura and Yoshitatsu. That could be kind of fun. Um, April 16th, we get one that I'm looking forward to. Uh, Daichi Hashimoto, time to show up, sir. He gets Suwama. <laughs> that should be really fun. Uh, April 17th, they're in Shinkiba with Kento Miyahara and Yuma Aoyagi. 
and we get uh, Jake Lee versus Takashi Yoshida. Um, wrapping up the back end of the tour here, April 20th in Sapporo, uh, we get a Nomura versus Daichi Hashimoto. That could be really fun. April 21st, Suwama Jake Lee, Joe Doring, Daichi Hashimoto, and Zeus Yuji Okabayashi. Those are all good. Uh, final four shows, uh, we got a Yoshitatsu Daichi Hashimoto match April 23rd and Shuji Shikawa Dylan James. Uh, the 24th wow. in Nagoya, um, we get Kento Miyahara and Ryo Yuji Sai. That can be really fun. And then April 25th is the A Block final at Corican Hall. Um, Shuji Shikawa Zeus, Kento Miyahara versus Yuji Okabayashi. Those are wow. going to be great. April 28th is also at Corican. Suwama and Naoya Nomura. And we get uh, Jake Lee, Joe Doring. So to me, those are, uh, those are my four favorite in each block. And I think it's perfect that they're literally going against each other Ending. last night. Be- yeah, so if we're thinking, you know, if you're thinking like I'm thinking with the Gato-style booking, it's going to be who wins out of each one of those and what's the tiebreaker. And then the 29th at Cork, and we get the, the two winners. So, yeah, I mean, last four last four matches, Miyahara, Okabayashi, Ishikawa Zeus, Suwama Nomura, and Jake Lee Joe Doring. So they they booked it smart. Um, so that's I cool. Gonna... We can actually watch two, possibly three, depending on the Sunday uh, or even Monday, we we yeah, can we just watch, watch it the next day. This. Very yeah, exciting. Te- technically, we can watch four because Thursday, Friday, or excuse me, three. You're right. I, I'm I'm stupid. Yeah, because we can watch the. There's a Thursday show, or Wednesday. Yeah, we Thursday, watch Saturday, the Sunday. one on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's Joe Doring. Oh, yeah, we Hashi. can see him murder Yoshi Tattoo. I'm so excited. <laughs> Hey, I mean, we, get see, uh, we get to see a Yuma Aoyagi Yuji Okabayashi match. We get Shuji Shikawa Yuji uh, Okabayashi, Jake Lee Naoya Nomura, uh, yeah, Joe Doring. Saw that. Holy Dude, Doring Suwama, that's a that's a hoss fight, man. That's gonna be awesome. So, like you said, this Kengo uh, Mashimo, he's you know kind of okay. Not, do you not think he's gonna do too much? You know, kind of representing a, a different company. I, I mean, Kingo Mashimo, if I had to, if I had to take a guy out of the A block, I think he's the weak link. Okay. Um, and that's just not like a cool knock on him. Yeah, and I mean, he does, he's got a cool look to him. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, he's 40 years old. He was trained oh, by Taka, okay. which is, um, I just, I don't know. I don't think he's wrestled enough big name people in the last couple of years. And I could be wrong. I'm going to pull up this cage match um, and look at his matches. Um, like, I mean, he's been in matches like uh, the day before my birthday, he was in a match. It was him, Ricky Choshu and Shiro Koshinaka um, who are both old as hell. Um, and he, and he faced Ayato Yoshida, who was a young lion in new Japan and two guys I've never heard. I've heard of tank, the guy and Kaji Tomato. I don't know. I've never heard of him. Um, I mean, he was in a match with uh, Dinosaur Takuma and Ricky Fuji. Ricky Fuji is old as hell, too. I just, I don't think he's he's had enough crazy matches. Like, he had a match at, um, with the Asuka Project. It was him and uh, Masakatsu Funaki took on uh, Shinsuke Sayama and Hideki Suzuki, which, okay, Hideki Suzuki, that's a top name. That's, that's, that's the guy that I said you need to watch because he's like, he makes... Timothy Thatcher looked like Hideki Suzuki light. And I mean, 
But the match went eight minutes. So he didn't even, you know, he didn't really do a lot. Um, Boy, this guy looks awesome. He's a veteran. <laughs> Which, who are you looking? Are you looking at Hideki Suzuki? Yep, I'm gonna see him take on a uh, Akabayashi. And uh, and uh, if if I remember right, um, don't let me pull this up here. But I, I was definitely this is one of the reasons why I wish I wish you were here on Thursday, so we didn't have to play catch up and we can watch live because Alex mm-hmm. uh, Thursday. Four o'clock, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. Blood uh, your guy, Timothy Thatcher, in a Bloodsport fight, takes on Hideki Suzuki. No. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Hideki Suzuki, Timothy Thatcher. Sorry, yep. <laughs> That also, that no, also is going to have... Um, it's, it's Hideki Suzuki, Timothy Thatcher, Frank Neer versus Dan Severin, Minoru Suzuki Ooh. versus Josh Barnett. And uh, my guy, Masashi Takeda. Wait, the guy who got take... worked up in Long Beach? Yep, yep, him. Oh. And then my deathmatch guy, Masashi Takeda, against Jonathan Gresham. Wow. How does that work? <laughs> I don't know. That's we'll gonna find be fun out. It'll be one of those things where, once again, I, I'll, I'll get to take a victory lap that Takeda is more than just a deathmatch guy. I hope. <laughs> By the way, wow, started, him and uh, Gresham. That's yeah, just that's so right in so many ways. I'm wow, so many great matchups that's not on April seventh. The I um mean, the Thursday, Thursday night too, just kind of skimming not to try to talk too much about this stuff, but uh the WrestleCon Super Show. Um one of the there's a couple confirmed matches. There's a Zack Saber open challenge, uh Dragon League against Babaro Cavanario from CMLL. That should be really good. But uh Bandito is taking on Will Ospreay. What? Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's going to be tight. He's got a busy weekend. Dude, there's so much good stuff. Oh, Airwolf gotten booked again. That's what's up. Good stuff. And then uh, Thursday night's the Impact Show with Pentagon and Phoenix against RVD and Sam. Totally a Timothy Thatcher. He's stretching his arms slash fingers like it, it's such a thatch like do you do you think it's bad that uh that it, it's now tessa blanchard versus joey ryan on the impact show because um eli drake said he won't wrestle a woman and refused to come into the show is that work or he's not even listed on the card for him wow is that dumb on his part? weren't they pushing him to the moon yeah, I don't know why he would have a problem wrestling wrestling her. They're doing yeah, Rich Swan yeah. against Yamato. <laughs> interesting. That is interesting as as this finish to this match, just stretching his arm arm bar. That was pretty tight. That's a good interesting finish. Was it uh yeah, he's tight. Dude, they're doing uh they're doing Rich Swan, Masato Yoshino, David Starr against Susumu Yokosuka, uh, the Rascals against uh, Red, uh, which is Daga, Eita, and Big Arshinizu. They're doing oh. Brian Cage against Masato Tanaka. <laughs> oh my um, gosh! It's like is he the new my awesome for him? Maybe is that going to be his? Oh my gosh! No chair shots M- though. MJF versus Ethan Page. Oh, that's um, a weird doppelganger. It's like an us scenario. 
Sammy Guevara against Puma King. Um, and then uh, Adam Brooks and Robbie Eagles against LAX. That should be tight, too. <clears throat> There's so much. Wow. And, and Minnesota's Owen, who wants to come on the show, by the way, so we got to get him booked. Uh, Airwolf. Uh, yeah. The, one of the first trainees from the Ken Anderson School. Um, on the Chikara show, he's wrestling uh, one of our Match of the Year nominees, A-Kid, from White Wolf Wrestling. Wow. Mask versus mask. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about that match. <laughs> just a lot of good stuff, man. A lot of good stuff that weekend. Oh, man, I can't wait for this wrestling weekend. And then there's WrestleMania, which is supposed to be eight hours. We don't, we don't have to watch that, do we? No. we. Uh, trust me, if, you, if people don't want to, there's plenty of other shit we can watch that is from the Spike TV stuff. I, like, I'm, seriously, I'm not... why, why does... Uh... Uh, Finn Balor, I was going to say Fergal Devitt, but why does Finn Balor lose the title, win the title to begin with randomly, then lose it just to have a match to win it again? Why wouldn't he just keep losing? You know, Leo Rush, you know, gets the best of him. So finally the demon comes out and then he gets his big moment yet again and winning the Intercontinental title back to back to back years at WrestleMania. Because that's where the brass ring is for him. But why? I don't know. It's just like, why is the women's tag title now? Beth Phoenix, Natalia, Nia Jax, Tamina, and the Iconic. Why? Oh, man. Why? why? Is this... Okay, we're going to really... Let's do our shoot segment so we can at least oh. promote the last hour in Japan. Let's go into that. AG Styles versus Kurt Angle supposedly happened tonight on, on SmackDown. No, it and apparently. Yeah, I guess about five minutes into the match, Randy Orton just came in an RKO Styles or angle. Yep. I was pissed. <laughs> and, then, and then there's another gauntlet match that the New Day won this time. So obviously mm-hmm. they had to put Kofi against Daniel Bryan because somebody leaked, leaked the picture. Oh, Kurt Angle did. Come see my final match. And it's got Kofi and Daniel Bryan on it. <laughs> That's Idiot. really how it was leaked? Yeah, it was Kurt Angle. Oh my gosh, man! Baron Corbin, Baron King Corbin, really? <laughs> and uh, I, now, so what do they do? I can see why he leaked it. Like you get it right. Like he's that pissed. Like he's like, really? You give me Baron Corbin? I'm gonna leak your main event. <laughs> why is it not John Cena? If they throw him in a match, like. After tonight, I'm going to be pissed. Like John Cena just in a match. Because it's like, come on, we need a little build-up. I mean, at least the Undertaker thing, there, there was, you know, a, a legit storyline, even though it was preposterous, uh, uh, to say the least. But, oh, my gosh. Um, but, you know, for that factor, you know, yeah. I mean, it, does he even show up? Does he make an appearance? Like, is there an Elias gimmick? Does Alexa Bliss bring him out? What's going to happen? Who knows, but just don't make it impromptu. <laughs> Avenue! Oh, my oh. God. And then and then Asuka looks like she's going to the Women's Battle Royal now. What cluster shit is going on there? I was surprised. At first, I was like, okay, I did this. And I was like, wait, why did they just bury Asuka and make her win against Becky, which already really did mean nothing, mean even less now. Uh, and when is she 
When's her contract up? Yeah, get her the hell out. This, God, this company. I feel so bad for her. And Shinsuke dancing around in a surf suit. (laughs) Um, We also get uh, the musical act as Elias this year. Oh, God. (laughs) I swear to God, a slow rider shows up. Well, no, his big (laughs) thing's next year, Tampa. Um, and then uh, three people announced for the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Braun Strowman, Michael Chi, and Colin Shea? Yost. Michael oh, Shea, God. Colin Yost. SNL anchors, Yost. really? Really? Yeah, those, Is this those 1995? Yeah, so we got two SNL guys and Braun Strowman in the Battle Royal so far. You remember um, when Barry Corbin slammed Brock Lesnar through like nine tables and I, I couldn't stop laughing because I, I was so giddy. I'm like, Wow. They're finally doing something. Oh, you mean Braun Strowman? Yeah. Then he, now he's doing this. <laughs> I was going to say, you said Baron Corbin. I was like, oh, no. I would have been oh, laughing, no. too. Braun Strowman. Sorry, I was, I was <laughs> gazing into the technic, uh, technicality that Hideki Suzuki possesses against his opponents. My he God. Is? And yeah, his yeah, hair has not moved at all. And this oh, guy, you're gonna, you're gonna love him. You will love Hideki Suzuki. He's he's like Thatcher and Aoki on another level. Like he, he he's he's dope. He's not for everybody, but he's for you. <laughs> yeah. Did, did uh oh shit? What was I gonna say? There was something else that baffled me, and it must not be that important. Oh, John Cena tweeted a picture on Instagram or sent a picture on an Instagram of him face to face with Angle when he said ruthless. Aggression, but it's Baron Corbin's head photoshopped on his body, looking all dumb. Like, <laughs> oh, Cena! Is it weird that I miss John Cena? By the way, no, no. You see Del Rio get sucking up because they said they, WWE has no interest in him. He's like John Cena is one of the best. That was Santino. He said oh. John Cena is one of the best wrestlers <laughs> ever, and uh, he learned a lot from working with John Cena so much. Wow, I got nothing for that. <laughs> you, you know what happened when he uh, when he's like Vince, Vince, why why won't you let me in? What do you what do you think of me? That makes me so bad. Vince looked at him and was like, and he's like, oh okay, I get it. And he left. How many more returns does ADR get uh, until he ties Jeff Jarrett Ooh, for luckiest cool. some bitch in uh, WWE history? Speak, speak he's already surpassed Janetti, right? <laughs> I was gonna say he's got to be close to Janetti, right? <laughs> you know, I want to. Speaking of Jeff Jarrett, once again, greatest businessman, slyest guy ever in the history. You know the um, so the fight TV package isn't there anymore. Um, I I was able to buy all the shows anyway. I just had to buy them separately. It was like a five dollar difference. It wasn't too bad. Still was like two hundred and fifty bucks for everything. But we got twenty three wrestling shows. We got a lot of work. Um, so the fight TV, like the main WrestleMania package, the one that was 120 bucks, mm-hmm. it was sponsored by Global Force Wrestling. What? So this guy who comes back at the Rumble after getting put in the Hall of Fame, after holding Vince McMahon up for money, goes to the Hall of Fame, wrestles on Raw, 
after he's in the Royal Rumble, then wrestles on a pay-per-view, gets brought into the front office as one of the main creative guys. And while he's in creative for the WWE, the Fight TV More Than Mania shows get sponsored by his fake wrestling company. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, all, all while in the last year, so if you go back to, you know, April of 2018. Did he win a Triple A championship? Yeah, he was the Triple A mega champion. Yeah, he was the mega champion, mega heavyweight champion in the last year, I believe. So in the last year, he's went from a Hall of Famer, a AAA champion, um, in the Royal Rumble, becoming one of the main creative writers for the show, and also sponsoring the competition while being a writer. Like wow. this dude, just like he just wins. I don't know what else to say about Jeff Jarrett. No, I was just trying to think. I was like, gosh, if if he was successful in one venture, like more than where he has been. Um, yeah, wow. That's interesting. That's some sly good work. That's for sure. <laughs> just don't just... show up on camera again, please. Not, not for a while. <laughs> With that terrible singlet. <laughs> exactly. Or not even sing whatever the hell he was wearing. Um, so, I don't know. Did you have anything else you wanted to shoot about? Because I like shooting. Um, should, should we talk about what happened? I mean, sure. On SmackDown. Um, so, Charlotte, I mean, we kind of, you know, chat a little bit about it. So, Charlotte winning the SmackDown Women's Championship. Now, there's two titles. We don't know if it's a unification whatever it may be. Um, with her bringing that title and Asuka, you know, and there not being a SmackDown women's title match, uh, what does that do, A, for Asuka's credibility, which we already know it's probably not there? And then, B, the scenario I, I brought up via text where somehow she demands her rematch and then, you know, she loses a match, so then she's out of the triple threat. Um, then we get our Charlotte Asuka, you know, best out of three. Then we finally get our Rousey Becky Lynch, uh, you know, main event that everybody has been clamoring for. Would that make everybody more happy or even more angrier at the product? If somehow that crazy wish scenario happens, I'm going to say angrier for a couple reasons. One being you could have just did this all along. So why the hell did we have to watch some of the worst television in in, in a long time for these storylines? Mm-hmm. And two, you finally got everyone just going, fine, whatever, do the damn three-way and let's just get the match going. And then you change it a week before and again. Now that's probably the ninth time you've changed this match. What credibility does this main event have if you can't even figure out what the damn match should be? Gimmick on gimmick on gimmicks, it seems like. <laughs> it's just... It's one minute one person's not in. The next minute somebody else is in. Then the next minute they they relinquish the title because another person's not in it. Then they got to sign a waiver. Then they get their title back. And then they got to win a match. And then you're telling us that the Royal Rumble didn't matter apparently. And then now you're going to have another person win a title. And now she's going to lose and get taken out of the match to defend the title on the other brand. Oh, well, the other match is going to go back to the original one-on-one match and the Royal Rumble win to take on the Raw champion as it used to. I mean, it, it just keeps going. It's stupid. It's, yeah. It's, even when Something I was explaining different. my thing, I was like, this is the most ludicrous storyline or so build or whatever in a long time. I, that was ugh. even crazier 
is Ronda Rousey supposed to be this bad uh, bish, if you will, um, as the kids say. But then they announced, which is pretty cool, Joan Jett is going to be playing her live, uh, you know, down to the ring for the WrestleMania main event, which is pretty awesome. But she does a backstage video where she's giddy and like, hey, it's the Smiley Rousey, where, you know, she's supposed to be this hardened heel. And it just took me out of, like, everything again for some reason. Am I wrong for that? Or or should I just say get over it? It really hurts me. It's stupid. It's the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life. Pick a damn angle and stick with it. It it just drives me nuts. It's you know, I'm gonna bring it back to something that we argued about face to face. This is as dumb as that hug was. This is is not on that level. But it's some of the most convoluted and confusing crap I uh, that's been going on and it's been going on for Four or five months now, if you really think about it, it's mm-hmm. you, you, like you know, and, and this is why I say going back to the hug. Not, not you know, you're right. It's not that stupid. I will admit that, but it's still the confusing stupidness. Why? What are you telling your fans when one minute they see this, and the next minute they're, they're seeing something different? It's just like everybody who doesn't watch NXT, the first time they see Gargano and Ciampa, they're friends. Hmm. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know, look at look at they bring up Alistair Black and Ricochet, who who were, weren't you know they were fighting each other I think in a multi man match at one point mm-hmm. they've they've had nothing to do with each other and now they've been tagging for two months because you bring them up and you don't know what to, you have nothing to do with them but you just brought them up to have a new toy for Vince. I mean, what's you had the revival lose every match except for their title defense since they won the titles. And and then when they did retain their titles, they just they they retain their titles, and then they get their ass kicked by the baby faces. Just yeah. like Baron Corbin loses a TLC match by pinfall after five baby faces beat him up with a chair. I mean, it, the list goes on and on. And the worst part is one of my biggest criticisms was the wrestling was just ass. We've actually had good wrestling from this company this year. And I don't care. It's one of those things where it's like, it's it's like it's like you're dating somebody, and you, you keep asking them for the one thing that'll help you fix the relationship, and they don't want to give it to you. And then they realize you're about to leave, so they finally want to. Okay, fine, I'll give it to you. But then it's just like you, you just took too long, and, and I'm over it. I've I've conditioned myself to move on. And and that's is what the, this is. It's the inclusion of AEW with us knowing this is a legit thing, waiting for the. For that alternative, uh, you know, that we will now be receiving, um, does that draw our attention a little bit more just for that option? This is going to be the most unpopular answer you're ever going to hear, but at this point, I don't even care. Like, if AEW wasn't a thing, it wouldn't bother me. Like, I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, AEW is going to be fine and great. I'm, I'm excited for it because we get to see a lot of these great matches. Adam Page, Pac is going to be great. You know, there's a bunch of, of the Stronghearts versus SCU is going to be awesome. But okay, I, but I, I've seen Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho before. I, it's not like I haven't seen it before. I could, mm-hmm. I, I could guarantee you, if All Elite wasn't a thing, we probably would have got Bucks versus the Lucha Bros at some indie show, which is fine. And I, you know, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm not trying to say I'm not, but. 
No, I just, I don't care. Like, I just, I really don't care anymore. I'm just, it, it's like I said last week that maybe, you know what, this company just isn't for me. And it just, t- today was the most engaged I've been in three weeks with WWE. Or since the paper, since Fastlane or whatever the hell it was. And all it did was make me mad. <laughs> That's all it did. We, we had yet another gauntlet to get Kofi Kingston in a match. So that's like your third gauntlet now you've done in a month. It's the new shark cage. Like I said, the whatever the thing was last week. You have AJ and Styles for five minutes, and then it ends with a with a cluster. And then you have Asuka lose the title for no reason. And if it's to change the match, like you said, then I'm just even more pissed once again because it's like how much how many times are you just going to change this stuff around because you don't know. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I, I, I had the match count to only 13. <laughs> I mean, it's so just... Let me add a few more. I just, I, I don't, I just don't care. I'm just, I'm just like, whatever. I guess it just, it just doesn't, it doesn't matter. I don't care anymore. I'm just, I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> there's, I like, I have no incentive to give a shit about WWE. I'm excited for the NXT well, the show. How the product is now, does this kind of uh, put a bad taste in your mouth on, on some of the good moments you've had with this company? Yeah, because like I said, I thought that that three-way uh, from Fastlane with, with uh, Ali, since he, he's not, you know, there's not Ali. Uh, <laughs> did they Kevin Owens that and Daniel Bryan. <laughs> That'd be funny if they did. But that was the best match, I, like I said, I've seen since Style Cena at Rumble. I mean, that mm-hmm. was great. The you know the opening tag match as much as it was goofy didn't make a ton of sense wasn't bad the four way was freaking awesome you know I mean there was a lot of good stuff on it and the worst part was after every one of those matches I I had two two matches in the four I think I went four stars in that four way and I went mm-hmm. four and a half or so on the on the three way and after they were over it didn't matter I didn't care like <laughs> I watched the four and a half star match went wow that was really good what else is on because <laughs> I just don't care. There's no reason for me to care in this into this product. I don't just don't I don't care. I don't care about this product, and that's the problem with WrestleMania. Is it? It's going to be eight hours, and I don't care about it. Like, <laughs> like I, 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 I here's what's going to happen. There's going to be probably ten people in the living room down here, and it's going to be going mm-hmm. on the big TV, and I'll probably have some indie show from the fight package on the computer, and I'll probably Whoa. be turning my head, spending more more time on that. I'm not well, going to lie. You just put it on the other TV. On the which one? On the uh, second TV. Just put it on oh, there. Oh yeah, I could Yeah, I can just I could just um put my MacBook and hook it up. That that works perfect. That's a great idea. I just like but that's like I mean, okay, you're going to see you're going to see uh um I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to think of like a crazy match, but uh, uh Jonathan Gresham versus Masashi Takeda is on the screen. And then on the other screen, it's Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin. Like, what would you rather watch? I guess just, I, why? I don't care. Yeah, not that I don't, bad. I just, <laughs> I just don't care anymore. I don't care about Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. I have no care about that. No. I don't care about Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins. I don't care about Batista, Triple H. I don't care about the Miz and Shane McMahon. I don't care about the Andre Battle Royal. I don't care about the women's four-way, and I'm, I apologize, Sasha Banks, because I love you, but I just don't care. I don't care about Reigns-McIntyre. I don't care about Lashley-Ballard. 
literally the only things that I'm interested in right now on this card is Styles Orton because I think if Orton shows up, it'll be good. I, I'm intrigued for Buddy Murphy, Tony Nese because Buddy Murphy's been fantastic. And I'm curious to see what happens in the three-way women's match just for the fact of what it is. Mm-hmm. The rest of the stuff, I don't care. I just, I, I, if I don't see it, I'm not going to lose sleep. I don't, I don't care about watching the Iconics and Tamina snooker in a ring. Can we put the Champions Carnival on the big screen? And maybe on yeah. the second screen? <laughs> no, the, the second screen will be the WWN Super Show and the computer will be Ooh. the WWE Network. <laughs> I mean, and, and like, I get it. It's WrestleMania. We'll watch WrestleMania. We always watch WrestleMania. It's the camaraderie and the fun of doing it with, you know, with, with, with everybody mm-hmm. there. But I just, I just don't care. I, I just... Like, you know, and kudos. You guys put together a fun show. Look, Batista Triple H put themselves in a great spot where it's a plunder match and they don't have to do a lot of warfing. That'll be, you know, kudos. Good idea. Lesnar Rollins should be a fun match, but I don't care. Um, you know, Joe Mysterio, if they got their working boots on and they, you know, it's a 10 minute sprint, probably will be good. Roman and McIntyre might be a fun match. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's not like it's it's They're bad all raw wrestling. matches or like you know over the edge type of a match. Yeah, it's 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 not a WrestleMania feel. Why not then do a six man ladder match for you know the United States Championship? You're already having like four way matches. Add a few more wrestlers. You know, make make it you know a, a car crash type of a match. That makes it a little bit more of exciting you know factor than oh Rey Mysterio again yet he's lost to Andrade. Where is he? Why is he lost in the shuffle? You know, why give him, you know, the Andre the Giant trophy? Because you know he's going to win it, but he should be fighting for that title, I would say, instead of, you know, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, but throw him I, in there. They have, they love multi man. Come on. And, and I mean, Kofi Daniel Bryan will be good. But I just like, if Kofi wins the title, I'm not going to pop. Like, I'm not going to go, oh my God, he finally won it. I'm going to go, Ah, that's cool. I don't know why they took the title off Daniel Bryan when he, while he's the hottest act they got going. But, mm-hmm. okay, cool. This company's about moments, not storylines. There's your moment, <laughs> Kofi's champion. And the, the other reason I won't care is because I know he's probably going to lose it on Tuesday then. <laughs> you know, he's not going to have a long reign. Pretty soon. It's just, and and even if even if I'm wrong, this company has, I, has, has positioned me mentally... Well, this this company has has told you that he's not a superstar. So why would you have him win it? They've told you he's nothing more than a mid carter for eleven years. So why should I believe he should be world champion? Because of hope. <laughs> yeah. The hope. underdog, the struggle. He's had a damn good career. But yeah, he's been fantastic, and I think I think he's I think he's really good. You know, this is not Daniel Bryan at 30. So someone in a similar aspect who's known for having a moment, not so much matches, have been always equated with a tag team, you know, functionality. You know, I, I would say the, the forefather of it all, uh, Shelton Benjamin, you know, who kind of had the ladder match moments or the money in the bank moments. You know, uh, you know, a fan favorite who just never, you know, went over in the card. Had a tease here and there. Um, do you think, you know, out of these two wrestlers, who do you think should have their moments? Should it be Kofi 
or should it have been Shelton first? I think Kofi Kingston's a better worker than Shelton Benjamin. I think Shelton's a, Shelton's a nice tag wrestler with with good spots in him. But he's got that I'm trying to think of a good example. He's got that, that flow where it's just like some of it just kind of feels awkward to me when he's in there. Like he's thinking too hard. And thinking it's no, about that I, action figure. <laughs> and it's, you know, no knock to him. I think he's a great worker. But I think Kofi's just more natural, and I think he's a better worker. He was a guy I always thought that could have had a, a, a transitional reign to see how it played out. I mean, he just wasn't a mouthpiece. I mean, they, they threw him with that bad mama gimmick. Uh, but for me, you know, he, he could have been that 2005 SmackDown champion. Yeah, I, and it wouldn't have hurt to try it. I mean, that's for sure. But, like, you you look at um, look what they're doing with him now. He came out as a hired gun for Paul Heyman to beat up Seth Rollins yeah. a couple. <laughs> what? Why? What? And Shane McMahon tonight. Made no sense. Flip flop Glad branding. I didn't watch. Glad I didn't see that shit. Um, we got about 50 minutes. You want to talk New Japan? New Japan, eh? I can't believe we just talked about that. Cue the music. <laughs> um, uh, what can I cue? What can I cue? Um, I, I can cue this. Junior <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Okay, it's awesome. Kushida. Where's Kushida? Why did Kushida not show up in 205 Live win the tournament? I, why Rumble wasn't he in the tournament? Exactly. I, I felt that would have been a question to ask you, oh, but it's man. been on my mind. Since Buddy Murphy awesome versus Kushida would have been awesome. That's that would have been awesome. In New York? My gosh. Yeah, that would have been fantastic. Um, the DeLorean on the grandest stage. <laughs> uh, is this, so, do you think the New Japan Cup, without any... I'll save this question for later. No, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Look, the, the cup's over. Everybody is knows who cup, won the thing. Is the cup finally with the performances and with Sonata getting to the finals against uh, Okada here? Is this finally him breaking over the hump? Is he going to have you know some 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 matches down the line? Whether if Jay White retains at the Garden or Okada captures the strap. Mm. <laughs> I want to say I hope, but I don't think so. Because you, we, all right, there's people that are saying that final with Okada Sonata is is a match of the year contender, and I don't disagree with uh, very good. Like, I mean, I, it, was, it was good. Like, I, I'm fine it's with a four nine nine. But Sonata Minoru Suzuki wasn't that good. Sonata Goto was oh. okay. Sonata Cabana was okay, and Sonata Tanahashi. Had a lot of slow spots. I mean, he went to this. He went for the skull and like good five emotion. Minutes the yeah, I good mean, it wasn't emotion. bad, but but then then let's go. Okay, well, Okada Ishii, prime match of the tournament. Okada Osprey, 
wasn't their best, but it didn't need to be their best. Okada Mikey Nichols was actually pretty good, and Okada yeah. Elgin was awesome. So you take you take Okada's tournament and you take Sonata's tournament. I mean, it's just it, no Sonata doesn't touch, doesn't even sniff Okada, which to me <laughs> says you're not you're not main event. Look, I I'm still a believer that Evil's the guy of the two. I think I've I think I've come to terms with myself because like. You know, we kind of hinted on this a little bit last week, but we talk about, you know, Sonata's demeanor and, you know, Roman Reigns wishes he was Sonata. I'm starting to wonder, like, how, what, how long till this gets played out with Sonata just kind of be in the quiet? Like, does this is this something that he can run with for another 10 years, or does he need to evolve to get to the next step? He needs to evolve. I think he's the one that, that would break away from LIJ if that's a thing. I think if he was singles and had a nice singles run without a, and I, I love him and evil as a team, of course, yeah. but I think he, he needs to have like a full year of just singles matches and evil as, as well. But I could see him, you know, maybe forming another alliance, you know, maybe getting his his version of PCO or something along those lines. <laughs> uh, but his you know, and, and I agree with Evil. <laughs> you know, it. I go back to the 2017 where Sonata had, you know, I, it was one of the tournaments, and I was just like, wow, this guy's the real deal. And then in the next tournament, I was like, wow, Evil is the real deal. And then you know, with both their matches with Okada that year, I was like, oh, Evil just seemed like it, it clicked with him you know, kind of being on that stage, you know, um, with, you know, an opponent like an Okada. So, you know, I, and I, I felt he's the stronger guy, but I think um, given time and Sonata can build that rapport, he was way over um, you know, Tanahashi in their match. Uh, I, I thought Kento Miyahara was back in the building. Um, it, it was just so anti Tanahashi. So now, um, let me I, say this real quick. To be fair, they were in Sonata's hometown. I realized. I found out. So man. I think I think that's why. Because you notice Tanahashi played a heel route too. Like he played oh, heel yeah. in that match. Yeah. And I think that's why that's, I think I like, like that match a little more because they very true. Yes. Good call. Um, for for that and and just due to the fact that they yeah they played to the audience that a whole time you know, where, you know, Tana, even if he was getting booed, he's like, you know what? I'm going to get you in this clover leaf even more now. And just you know, for him <laughs> to be in that within, you know, 30, 35 seconds, it was like a whole crap tap out already. Um, which I swear. Okay. Tapped. All right. Yeah. Tap to Ishii, but that's a whole uh, conversation we're going to have here in a second. Um, but uh, you know, I, I, I thought this, a really good performance from Sonata with the two aces, you know, over the last decade within this company. So um, I thought this was good. I think for him to flourish, yes, he has to go out on his own or maybe just start doing that Amish gimmick, maybe, you know, becoming a, a more more skilled roadkill. More skilled roadkill. You know, and, and I'll say this too. Isn't it like not to not to like harp on WWE or anything, but isn't it crazy how like you watch WWE and they turn somebody heel and they turn somebody face and it just it doesn't work and you're just like oh how are they so bad at doing this? But then you you look at guys like Okada and Tanahashi and they can they change heel or face on the fly and do a great yep. job. 
And it's like, it just shows the amount of, like, I don't know, it, it's, it's got to be the training that they receive or, or something. But, you know, a lot of these guys just can, can do that on a whim in this company. And even, you know, all Japan's sake with Kenta Miyahara. But it just, it blows my mind how these guys can audible on the fly if they're going to be heel or face. And WWE, the, the face is getting booed and they'll keep working face the whole time. It's like, you know, if this was if this was New Japan, you'd have Okada turn into Dick Kazu, and keep, you know he's kicking people in the back of the head. He's getting mad. He's mm-hmm. like, "Fine, you want to beat me? Then I'll be the heel." I don't know. Like I said, it's just you know, it's neither here nor there. Just a, just a random. He did that observation. with Ishii. You know, yeah. The fact when Ishii was getting those cheers, he was doing the kicks, slapping you know, ball the head until he gets head butted back down to earth. But it was you know. It, you're totally right. The adaptability, you know, that they have. Hell, it even seems just, you know, the, the freedom that they have in the ring comparable to what they have at the E. It's it's just amazing to, to kind of see the differences. But if they do this, like you said, all Japan, sell, we're going to get to this aspect here. Um, a dream match, I would hope so, that's in the hem- in the uh, in the hemisphere here. Like you said, all Japan selling more tickets. It seems like for their shows, you know, as of late, you know, even out selling in Japan. I believe you said DT as well. Um, you know, with Kento Miyahara. Somehow, I, I I know it's forbidden. It will never happen. But if you get Miyahara and Okada at the dome, oh, how much? How many tickets do you think that would sell? Hypothetically, of course. I bet you they never crack happen. forty-five thousand. I bet they crack forty-five thousand. I bet That's you an hour get, match they, they right even, there. Oh my God, it'll be so. Like I, I was thinking about this, and and um, it was a little, it was something I wanted to do, but I, I decided I want to wait because if if you check out some new some All Japan with me, maybe we could do it on the the Monday after Mania type show. But I want to go through and watch some of this All Japan with you, so you can kind of get an idea of some of these guys. And I think we should put together our our like seven match. All Japan versus New Japan, best of seven type dream. Ooh, interesting. With, with this resurgence, and like I said, I, I have some ideas in mind, but I think I want to. You know, I, I'd like you to see some more of the company, and then be able to, you know, kind of come up with your own list too. Because mm-hmm. man, there could be some. There's some really fun opportunities with these matches, like some of these guys out here. Um. Uh, spoiler it's, it's alert, nice. I, I will mm-hmm. let you know one thing. Um, a dream match I have would be Tomohiro Ishii uh, taking on, uh, where is he? Uh, Nakamura. Nomura. That would be yeah, kind of a dream match. Fun. Kind of, you know, generational, uh, kind of the same style. And who will win the veteran or the newcomer? God, who would I have? I think I'd have Ishii. Against uh, Shuji Ishikawa, I think that's the guy I'd have him go against. I think that'd be a fun ass. I do Tanahashi Jake Lee. That'd be pretty tight. And then I think I would do Evil and Nomura. I think that'd be really good. Oh, God, there's so many good. good. There's so many good. Or you could do Evil Joe Doring. Um, you could do Nomura Naito. That would be awesome. Like there's so many good things that could be done. Like we'll we'll, we'll come back with. Who this would you have Zeus face? Would he face Ooh. Okada? 
Is he too big for Okada? Well, no, you would I do would, Kento. Sorry, not not Okada. Naito is what I meant. I think I would do Zeus and Tanahashi. Ooh. I think that'd be kind of fun. What about I, Zeus Ibushi? That would be cool. That would be real cool. Ooh, that'd be fun. I I wouldn't like I wouldn't mind doing uh God, there's so uh, uh Suwama maybe versus Hiroki Goto. I think that'd be really good. Uh. God, now I'm starting to like think of all this and I'm like, oh, oh man. <laughs> you know, if you want to throw a you could throw Kota Bushi against uh Koji Iwamoto, their junior champ. That could be kind of fun. Damn, there's a lot. There's we we gotta we gotta look into this, and so we we should come up with a card and kind of just put together our what what we wish could happen. Yeah, we've not done one of those shows in a while. A create your own adventure, create your own pay per view. Um, I haven't watched it yet though, but but uh, just just random here, real quick, not to get off topic, but uh, the DDT show from the twenty first I heard was awesome. Um, I was listening to somebody talk about it today, and they had a um, is as crazy as this is going to sound. The main event was uh, it was this was the match with uh, Muscle Muscle Takai or Muscle uh, Muscle. Damn, why can't I think of what it is? It's Super Sasadago Machines uh, Muscle gimmick. <laughs> muscle Takai maybe it is maybe it is Muscle Takai. I don't remember. But uh, he faces Hiroshima for the extreme title, mm-hmm. and they did a they did a uh, fans pick the match stipulations on Twitter. What? And it 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 was it, it basically turned into a comedy match for the main event. And as crazy as that sounds, I guess it was tremendous. It was best two out of three falls. The first fall was literally um, some woman did they did red light green light. So, like, in, in the middle of, like, one person beating the hell out of each other, if they moved at red light, they, they got a point, and after three points, they lost that fall. Second fall, um, oh, what the hell was, oh, second fall was they, they had to have a phone attached to their head, and if they lost the phone for more than three seconds, they lose <laughs> And they're over the loudspeaker at Cork and talking to each other. And you could hear it on the phone. And then some, for some reason, it, this was the Michael Nakazawa farewell show. And oh. um, for all the, and Michael all Nakazawa the, calls the phone line and they're both talking to him while they're fighting each other, trying to get the phone away from each other. And he's talking about how he, he is in a predicament because he's got his two best friends. He doesn't know what to do with one of them decided to move to America and start a new wrestling promotion. And the other doesn't want to leave Japan and go with the, to join that new wrestling promotion, meaning Omega and Ibushi are yep. just being brought into this, this conversation. And then the third fall is a reverse pin match. So, like the goal is to get pinned for three seconds, not pin somebody for three seconds. Wait, what? So like, say I put you in a small package, I'm gonna roll yep. you on top of me and try to hold you there so you pin me. Like the 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 winner of the match is the guy who gets pinned. So it's like the kickouts are reverse. Like you're pinning me and you kick out, not me, because you don't want to pin me. Mm-hmm. So like, I heard it's just ridiculous. That's I heard it's awesome. And then the the semi main event was Daisuke Sasaki and Soma Takao got a tag title shot against Moonlight Express. Very that nice. Was, that was good, but that, that's neither here nor there. I just 
I don't know what made me Rizzo think of Rizzo Matsuya Mania. What is that? <laughs> um, so as a whole in this tournament, um, for me at least, matches that really stood out, Ishii and Yoshihashi, uh, Ishii and Nagata, obviously. Uh, Osprey yeah. and Archer I thought was great. Um, I thought Tanahashi Taguchi was pretty good. I liked Saber and Abushi. Uh, it, it that was my holy shit moment of the tournament with Abushi lost. Um, I really I really liked Ishii Okada. It broke the brackets, of, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Isaiah Davidson, the winner of the tournament. He won it, huh? I was trying to yeah. log in, but it, it wouldn't let me. Because he's got a he had uh, Okada winning the whole tournament. He had oh, Okada in Sonata. So like. He had the whole final four essentially, minus the fact he he had Naito over Ibushi. But mm-hmm. um, nobody had Tanahashi in their final four. But he had three of the four. He had Okada, Sonata, and Ishii. And um, yeah, he I mean he had Okada and Naito in the finals. But he got the he got big points because he had Ishii, he had Okada, and he had Sonata in the final four. He got three of those right. But he also had Okada winning. He's the only one that had Okada winning. So he won wow. by two points. I know I was winning heading into the uh, final uh, final four, which yeah. I was surprised. I was like, "What?" Yeah, and he got he got those uh, final points. That's Dakota Abushi thing. Yeah, thanks Abushi. Um, <laughs> hello. Yes. Oh, you oh said, there I'm, we go. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, Yoshihashi, uh, I am a mark now. I mean, just having some awesome, awesome matches. Him, him and that Ishii. Time of year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's the hair, man. It's just kind of cutting it, letting it all, all, all gone. But no, I, I thought this was a, a great, great run by him, giving him some unprecedented wins, uh, you know, before, of course, meeting Ishii and getting a brain busted out uh, for the elimination. But but he was a fun watch uh, for me there. Okada Osprey, I, my gosh, I love the, you know, kind of going through his brethren, through his chaos, the stable mates, you know, to kind of uh, win the tournament. Um, you know, so so some pretty interesting sub context there. Um, you know, so you know, it was just chaos versus chaos versus chaos. But I thought Osprey had um, you know, some some pretty great matches. Uh going to one of yours as well that we actually watched together that, you know, caught our attention, you know, very early on. Uh tell everybody, you know, your your low key uh favorite match of the tournament there, Will Osprey at Lance Archer. Yeah, it was really good. They played to all of both of their strengths. Archer showing that he's a lot more athletic than people give him credit for. They had a great Spanish fly together. Um, mm-hmm. Awesome spot where Archer goes for like a spear, and Will Osprey does a complete front flip over him and lands on his feet. Um, they, they just everything, everything they did clicked. And nothing mm-hmm. looked bad. And there wasn't anything that was just like, ah, I don't know if they should have tried that. Like, it was 
it was as perfect um, of a match as you could get for those two. You know what I mean? Like everything worked. And you know, kudos to Osprey gets another big win. Yeah. Um, speaking of getting wins and making his first uh, New Japan tournament appearance, uh, Colt Cabana uh, doing some work, uh, kind of having a, a dream match of mine. Um, you know, even after coming off of some some tag matches they've had together. Uh, but Toriano, Colt Cabana, I believe, what was that night two? Um, or, or or second round there, but uh, no, I thought this was a, a fun match, great uh, great win by Cabana, um, and you know of course meeting his demise with Sonata, which I thought was was a again a, a good match, you know serviceable match um, with the two there. But um, what did you think of uh, Colt's performance, um, and do you see something down the line where he's kind of a mainstay now with New Japan? You think he left an impression? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I thought he did fine. Um, you know, if you're somebody who likes comedy matches, I thought him and Yano was really fun with the whole where he's trying to run and catch Yano and Yano keeps roll or Cabana keeps rolling to the other side of the ring and Yano's chasing after him and he rolls back the other way. Uh, that was pretty fun. Um, I liked Cabana taping the, the turnbuckle pad so he couldn't untie it. I thought that was pretty good. Cabana does the huge uh, flying leap pin to get the win, which I thought was nice, but, you know, I'll, I'll say if you're somebody who doesn't like comedy, maybe it, it might not have been for you. But if you're okay with it, yeah, it was fun. Him and Makabe was a little weird. <laughs> Him and Yano was, was fun if you like that style. And I mean, his match with Sonata wasn't, wasn't bad by any means. It, I don't think it blew my socks off, but it was, I, I didn't hate it, if that you know, if that means anything. Um, yeah, so I mean, I thought he had a, I thought he had a decent enough run. I thought it was fine. One match I, I thoroughly enjoyed was, uh, I believe, night three. Uh, Roshi Tanahashi, the ace, taking on yeah. the young lion Shota Ominu. Uh, take my money. I, I would watch this match on a loop. Over and over, uh, the drama that was, you know, kind of in the match. I, I knew, I'll say I knew, but it was just a nice reminder with Red Shoes being the father father of one show to, you know, where I'm just like, whoa, how crazy is this? You know, just again, kind of heightened the match for me, you know, a little bit more. But, you know, just Aminu, is, it's time. I cannot wait to see this guy prosper. It's, again, like looking at, you know, the system or you know a college that stays you know all four years somewhere and then boom taking it back to the pros you know having matches at Kurukin and eventually the Tokyo Dome if this is just a little sense of what things to come uh he is definitely uh, going to be you know uh the part of the future that New Japan is brilliantly building uh what did you think of the performance Tanahashi uh you know I thought she great respect to kind of both guys. He, you know, the moment where I said, could it, even though we, we all know it, it, it can't and shan't. Yeah, I just made up a word. But uh, what did you think of the uh, the performance done by the Young Lion against the Ace? Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, I, I, I think Shota Amino is going to be something something really big with this company. Um, I, I, I thought it was awesome. I thought they did a great job. I 
Tanahashi gave him more than I, I thought he would give him. So I thought that was awesome. Um, but I mean, all around, everything was fun. It was, it was fun to see, uh, you know, I think that was the first time that uh, tight ref has, has refed his kids match. Um, I, I think that's awesome. Um, it was, it was just, it was nice to see uh, another side of, uh, you know, just another style of wrestler in this tournament. That's what I think the best part about this 32 match tournament was we got to, I mean, Toa Hanari had a, had a fun match with Lance Archer, another yeah. guy who was a long young lion like that. Um, you know, those aren't something you normally get to see. So I thought that was, I thought that was awesome. I thought it was, I thought it was done really well. I mean, I saw people that gave Tanahashi and Omino four stars. I would probably give it four, honestly. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was, it was really awesome. Look at twos and death man. Big Japan has a tournament going on right now called the Deathmatch Survivor. <laughs> I just stumbled upon it because I was on cage match. Uh, today, today in a B block match, uh, uh, Toshiyuki Sakuda defeats Taka, uh, Takumi Sukamoto in a stapler and pizza cutter board death match. <laughs> um, Masashi Takeda defeats Ricky Shane Page in a light tube tower death match. Uh, Ryuji Ito defeated uh, Yoshihisa Uto in a C4 death match. Uh, Jimmy Havoc wow. defeated y- Yuko Miyamoto in an Iron Cage and Light Tubes deathmatch. And then in just a deathmatch, uh, Asami Kodoka defeated Abdullah Kobayashi. God, I really <laughs> hope Leatherface makes an appearance. That sounds like I, his kind of jam. <laughs> I I want to get that Big Japan streaming service because I want to check out some of these. Like It's insane that they have something called a deathmatch survivor tournament. It just blows <laughs> my mind. <laughs> um... um one if, thing I want to say the, too. Oh yeah, go ahead. What was a bigger shocker for you, uh, Zack Saber Jr. Uh, getting eliminated by uh, by Tanahashi? Uh, you know, ending his New Japan Cup streak. By the way, uh, so not only uh, was was the new streak of Yoshihashi, you know, kind of that he was on ending, but of course, um, Zack Saber Jr. from his win at last year's tournament or Bushi's elimination there um i think the abushi thing because i i said that dude for sure is going to win this tournament like i i didn't think there was any question he was winning this thing um so when that happened i went wait a minute what (laughs) (laughs) so that threw me that threw me so do you think you overthought or overthunk you know kind of that that going in going into the tournament Judging by past New Japan shows on their U.S. expansion, I didn't know. I just I didn't think that there was any way they would give the Okada Jay White title match because Okada's got to win. He's got to get his title back, right? He's got to get his win back. The only no. thing that could have you see so if Jay White beat him again, throw him aside. I just yeah, I, don't know I, how you, I think that's the smart thing. Um, you know, but I don't know, but you've been building Okada up. You got him back in the, uh, in the trunks there. So ah, that's a tough call. I think I, just, I don't see how you can have Okada lose to him again. <sighs> Unless the, the, the chaos mole come, it comes into fruition on this show. 
Yoshi Motherhashi. And he's not even booked. Here, here's here's where where I'll get crazy. I'm gonna get real real crazy on you. Oh. What if Zach? What if Will Osprey turns? Ooh. And they haven't embraced then... this whole this whole elbow thing as a bad guy. That would, I mean, I why why would he turn though? Just what shadow is he in under? He seems to be enjoying his time. Every he's, time he's I enjoying his time, he's hugging him. He's giving yeah. he's giving him handshakes. But but Dean Ambrose did the same thing. He just got sick of it. <laughs> yeah, but Osprey, I, I think would have a little bit more uh, level of uh, you know kind of loyalty. But my my thing is no, I I think it's too soon. Why why have them fight again? They just well, fought in the New Japan Cup. I mean, you don't have to necessarily have them fight right away, but it's just there's your turn, and there's your reason that Okada doesn't win the title. Man, what if it's Ishii? He's not. See, that, originally my thought was Yoshihashi, but he's not even on the card. Yeah, but don't they have matches in New York regardless? Not Yoshihashi, of course, but isn't Ishii in New York? <laughs> um, he might be on the one of the Rev Pro shows. Um, let me pull up the WrestleMania weekend. I can kind of scroll through here. By the way, uh, Yuya Yamura, one of the newer Young Lions, that dude is a yoke. <laughs> that guy <laughs> is like Google Yuya Yamura. Y-U-Y-A-U-E-M-U-R-A. That wow. dude is yoked. Like, holy hell. Like, I mean, he's no... Um, um, why can't I think... Uh, what, what's, what, was the, what was the dude with the fangs? Why can't I think of his name? Kitamura? Yeah. What was his first name? Katsuya Kitamura? Was that it? Sounds about right. Yep, Katsuya. Yeah. Um get to you later. <laughs> okay, so uh Ishii is is going to be on the Rev Pro show. But by the way, this oh my god. Uh not to change the subject, but here's another show. This one starts at three PM on Friday. Um I don't know how early you're gonna get there. What is it? Three PM on Friday. Um we get Rocky Romero versus Ryosuke Taguchi. Whoa. We get Tomohiro Ishii against David Starr. What? Um, we get Tanahashi and Osprey against Suzuki and Zack Saber, and we get Rapungi 3K against Aussie Open. Whoa! What? Yeah. What? That's how do we get this? That's uh, it's one of the fight packages I bought. <gasps> we get to watch that. Oh my yeah. gosh! That's we should do like, a live video of me during David Starr and. So- because <laughs> wow! Once again, uh, how, how the earlier you can get here, the more, the faster we can start watching some of this. Yeah, it's gonna be nuts. God, <laughs> dude, that's a card, man. That is a card. I don't know what card I'm more excited for now: Rev Pro and or uh, the the Super Show, or the G or yeah, the G1 Super Show as well. Uh, the WWN one or NXT. Let's not forget that's a pretty damn solid card. Yeah. Dude, um, the NXT card is really good. 
but that Rev Pro card, wowzers. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be some interesting stuff. That that could change the game. Uh, Ishii, I hope, does call out uh, Bully Ray and just beat the living hell out of him. Just because it would make sense. The, but to get the, him over. Uh, oh, man, Ishii. Yeah, there you go. But I don't know what they're going to do with that. Flip, flip uh, Gordon's out another six months. He tore his meniscus already. So oh, he's not again Jesus. So it's not him in the match. I guess he came back too early, he said. Oh, that sucks. Oh, yeah. bummer. Um, the, now, the rest of this card, I don't know how good it'll be. And it might be, it'll probably be something where maybe we watch and if it sucks, we just get rid of. Um, the Black Label Pro Show. It's got a couple mm-hmm. interesting things. Um, Nick Gage versus Hornswoggle. I don't know why that intrigues me. <laughs> oh, we know why that intrigues you. Because <laughs> it's going to be and it's going to be great and we're going to see unfortunately uh, Swago uh, bleed a lot <laughs> um, we get the Space Pirates Space Monkey and nice. Saber uh, taking on They're Team fun. White Wolf Carlos Romo and A-Kid taking wow. on uh, Trey Lamar and Jake Lander I don't know who they are and the fourth team Sammy Guevara and Robbie Eagles what? what? yeah that's kind of interesting um in a really one-sided tag match, um, I mean, Shazen McKenzie and Charlie Evans are fun. Uh, Jessica Troy, Zoe Lucas, and Indy Hartwell taking on the team of uh, Samantha Heights. And then uh, one-sided, Nicole Savoy, who's been shimmer champ for over a year, Shotzi Blackheart, mm-hmm. Kylie Ray, and Jordan Grace. Uh, that could be kind of fun, but it's really one-sided. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jonathan Gresham against Masato Yoshino. <laughs> he is going on his own Japanese excursion. It seems like uh, next weekend. <laughs> wow. The the uh, by the way, since since I already got it up, I'm just going to keep going here. Uh, spring break part one. Since it's two night, they announced right? matches. Yes, uh, Nick Gage versus Shinjiro Otani. Whoa. Um, the final battle. Uh, the battle for Ethan Page's soul and dignity as a wrestler and a human being uh, is against a mystery opponent right now. So the final battle for him to not have to book the cluster. Um, <laughs> then we get Taka Michinoku against Orange Cassidy. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then the death match I'm waiting for, Jimmy Jimmy Lloyd, I hope it's going to die, takes on Masashi Takeda. Yes. Oof. <laughs> Oh, by the way, on the the Joey Ryan's penis party, I read that right. That's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, Dick Drew. Uh, uh, Priscilla Kelly, the the chick who the tampon. Oh chick, yeah. Se- yep. Session Moss Martina, the drunk chick, and Scarlett Bordeaux are going to take on sexy Eddie Val Venus and Joey Ryan. That's <laughs> weird. But then we get <laughs> you'll you're going to love. Uh, a couple of th- so Pac's on the show. He doesn't have a match yet. Chuck Taylor and Trent Brett are on, but they don't have matches yet. Brody King is too. Tracy Smothers is on the car. Are you ready for that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm all uh, in. Uh, Taya Valkyrie and John Morrison in, against Pentagon and Phoenix. But can you guess who Timothy Thatcher's facing on this show? Ooh. Is it uh, Stecky Suzuki? David Arquette. Whoa! 
Oh, interesting. <laughs> no blood this time. No. So just some fun stuff here. But I mean, we you know, obviously we'll get into we'll get into more of that next week as we as we go into the final night here. Uh real quick, I'll just <coughs> excuse me. Um kind of looking over this this G one super card here. Um I'll just kind of run down the matches here and then after I get done with all of them, uh we can have you know, Alex will give his give his uh, thoughts as we go here. Uh the opening match we have the honor rumble. Jushin Thunder Liger is the only one confirmed, so that's kinda tight. Uh once again Liger on his on his farewell tour, you can almost call it. Uh never open weight and ROH World TV title, title champion versus champion match. Will Osprey taking on Jeff Cobb. I don't know how that's gonna go. That should be interesting. Our second match, we get Dalton Castle versus Rooch. Third, third match, the Women of Honor Championship, Mayu Iwatani again against Kelly Klein. Fourth match is a New York City street fight, Bully Ray versus a mystery opponent. We don't know who it's going to be. Fifth match, we get a three-way for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, Taiji Ishimori defending against Dragon Lee and Bandito. Sixth match turned into a four-way because uh, it probably would have had... WWE? <laughs> We get uh, Tamataga Tangaloa, the IWGP Tag Champs, Brody King and PCO, the ROH World Champs, the Briscoes and Evil and Sonata, winner take all, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I got a couple thoughts on that we'll, we'll talk about. Uh, seventh match, British heavyweight title for the Renfro title, Zack Sabre yeah. defending Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, IC title match, Tetsuya Naito defending against Kota Ibushi. Then we get an ROH World Title three-way ladder match: Jay Lethal, Matt Taven, and Marty Skrull. And then we get Jay White in his first defense against Kazuchika Okada. It's a hell of a card. Don't do you think they just got to put the title on Marty Skrull and just run with him until he leaves, since he's so over? Yes. Isn't that the way to do it? Just have him win, but it- and. When his contract's up in September, then you just let it, you have him drop it and he walks. Agree. Or you have Matt Taven it's because he never <sighs> lost the championship. I, I can't get behind Matt Taven. I just can't do it. No, you can. I, I don't, don't get, like him. I... I respect his respect, but I, I think Marty Skrull would be, yes, the the favorable one, especially to carry, you know, the villain enterprises, uh, you know, if, especially, you know, Brody King and PCO come out successful, you know, kind of getting two championships. How crazy would that be to see PCO over in New Japan for a couple of matches there? Um, but, yeah, I mean, if they kind of want to build this faction, you know, up a little bit, why not get all the gold, but make them a bunch of hardcore hollies. Why don't you? <laughs> like the one thing I was gonna say is, there's. I was wondering how they were gonna get more teams in this, because there's no way in hell PCO and and Brody King can win this, right? Oh yeah. Like there's no way New Japan's bringing PCO to Tokyo, are they? Hey, hurting for some teams, man. Antarctica can only do <laughs> so much. You're bringing Brody King over. You're bringing PCO. PCO's going to be over in Japan. Come on. <laughs> they got car That's batteries. Funny. 
<laughs> they got car batteries. Oh man. <laughs> Dude, I'm reading Okada's biography on the New Japan website. Uh, mm-hmm. It says, a wrestler for the new generation. Okada famously states, I'm going to make it rain money on the wrestling world. Debuting for <laughs> Toromon. Debuting for Toromon at the age of 16, which is now Dragon Gate. He joined New oh. Japan in August of 2017, 2007. After training overseas, he returned in 2012 to compete in the Wrestle Kingdom 6 at the Tokyo Dome where he joined Chaos. The following month, he defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi to win the IWGP heavyweight belt and cement his place as one of New Japan's preeminent wrestlers. Looks, strength, and tenacity combined into one complete package. Whether it's his deadly dropkick or powerful rainmaker, Okada gives the fans what they want, a spectacular finish. And there was a colon after the word want. And then there's a picture, it says finish hold. And then it's, him with the wrist clutch on, on uh, a confused-looking Naito, and then him hitting the coals on a Naito, and then underneath it just says Rainmaker. <laughs> Finn. Um, yeah, exactly. By the way, great. I, lo- I love the Okada run, running through the gauntlet of his, of, of his uh, stable. My thing, though, is, hey, him and Ishii, for me, match of the tournament. I'm an Ishii mark and but damn did he not deserve uh to to win this tournament i i thought this is definitely his time i think this is a good match you could have at madden square garden tons of fans would rock uh for tomohiro ishii down in new york uh and and i think it'll just be a fun ass match with a a young jay white diabolical jay white there but um the thing with okada Going from that Ishii match, you know, he, he's a samurai, he's a warrior. He's going to get up until it finally he takes his last breath. But why was, like, Sonata in the final just kind of getting out of the Raidmakers or taking one and then countering that second one? So my thing is, is it seems like he had to do two Raidmakers at each match. Has that always been a thing, or why is one not enough? I think he was just playing off the fact that he finally caught him with it, but he didn't have a lot behind it. So he got you good enough where now he's just going to risk clutch you, bring it back up, and do it again. Like you know, I'm just, a lot, though. Like a yeah. lot. I will say that final stretch with Sonata and Okada was really good. I'm going to send yeah. you a picture, by the way, of the Naito page. And it's one of the most hilarious-looking Photoshop pages. <laughs> so right oh, by the way, everybody who they show finishing move of, Tanahashi, Naito, and Jay White are all doing their moves to Okada. <laughs> like, <laughs> this can beat Okada. This can beat Okada. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. But yeah, wait, wait till you see this, this picture of, of uh, how oh, Naito man. just randomly photoshopped in the corner. <laughs> Whoa! He's in that pose. <laughs> so funny. It looks Hi. like he's like on the cover of a VHS like uh, jazz size of some sort. <laughs> Gotta get home before the parents do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, so it wasn't a bad tournament. Um, there was a lot of really fun undercard matches, though, on that last night of the tournament that um, I think is definitely worth checking out if you haven't. Um, there was an awesome eight-man. It was Ren Narita, uh, Ryosuke, Taguchi, Kota, and Tobohiro Ishii 
against uh, Naito, Bushi, Evil, and Shingo. And, Ooh. you know, I usually like, like, or Bushi's music starts playing and, you know, and like 30 seconds later, he finally comes walking out to the ring. Well, in the opening seconds of the Abushi theme starting, like the twinkle part, you just see Ishii just walk to the ring and just stand on the aprons like he doesn't give a crap. <laughs> Man, they had to battle before, but I, I kind of want to see that now. Abushi and Ishii. How stiff I think it happened that in the G1 a couple of years ago. Like the headbutts. It would just be dueling headbutts. <laughs> I'm gonna let me pull up the G1 climax. I think it happened a couple years ago. Um, be a survivor. Remember that slogan two years ago. Abushi <laughs> um, uh, uh, wrestled in this year's uh, G1. What? Oh, no, yeah, they wrestled. Did uh, you um, night eight? Did you download went, uh, that? Sixteen minutes and thirteen seconds. I want to see what I gave it. Let me find my book. Night eight, raw, like raw. That's all. Ah, Sydney crossed out raw in my book. That's funny. Yeah. Well, G one, um, Abushi Sonata, Abushi Ishi from July twenty twenty eighth. Um, Abushi Ishi, I want five stars. Wow. So, need to go know. rewatch that match. Apparently, uh, there's, there's something to do. That was the, the, yep, the 2018 one. Um, and in 2017, uh, at Block A, Ishii and Abushi were in the same block again, too. So they've, they've wrestled in the last two G1s against each other. <laughs> Man, I mean, it's only going to get better. Uh, is is Ishii? Uh, gonna take out Jushin Thunder Liger in the Honor Rumble. Oh, maybe he's in it. There you go. Maybe that's how they get. Um, maybe that's how they get Yoshihashi. Not a the slap in the face, though. Mm. Well, <laughs> hey, Spike. Looks like you didn't run away yet. Did you download that? It's the new uh, IWGP Junior thing for the uh that wrestling game you have which is amazing. No, I I should check it out though. I didn't just see came that. out today. <laughs> Fire Pro are Fire Pro. World Where can uh, people watch Fire Pro Wrestling by the way, Ryan? Uh you can check me out at twitch.com uh or excuse me, twitch.tv forward slash wrestlecast radio. And check out all the, the fine fun uh, that we like doing. <laughs> it's, it's a good time. Such a fun game. It's so surreal uh, how there's a New Japan game, but I don't have a PS4. Yeah, it's one of the, like, I, I mean, that's that's one of the only reasons I have. What is this? Somebody made a tracker for Fire Promoter, which gives you an average match rating for a 60 wrestler rocks roster over a 20 year period, 240 wow. shows. What is this? That's it's been it's been fun. Um, we we did we did a green screen, so it looked like we were at the building. Kind of cool. Then we did another. We put up a table and put some titles around and put like a cloth over the table. We're like, ladies and gentlemen, we had some fun. 
that track is really confusing. Um, I don't know what the hell. So anyway, they can't click it. Um, it's, I'm amazed that they continue to yeah, whatever. Yay. Do not bleep with bad news, Alan. Poor Brett, somebody posted. Oh, my God. Somebody has a video from Calgary Stampede. It's uh, Bad News Brown beating the shit out of young um, Red Trunks Bret Hart. Um, Whoa. I mean, I'm talking like 19 chair shots and a pile driver. I'm, I'm getting way sidetracked now watching all this. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, we got the... Oh, MSG. congrats to the Hart Foundation making the Hall of Fame. That means anything. Yep. Ah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know why Jimmy Hart's not part of it. Wasn't he supposed to originally when it was leaked? That was like the first announcement leaked, and then they said, nope, we're going to do yeah. DX. Yeah, yeah I don't understand that. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I, I, there's so much stuff. I just, like, I don't even, I don't know. I don't know if I'll even watch the whole thing this year. Maybe, like, later on, but, like, it seems like they're trying to conference. Uh, condensed version where it's, like, 42 yeah. minutes. <laughs> Yeah, they're like telling everybody that they have to go down to to like ten minutes or less, and they don't have presenters anymore now. Do you think the wrestlers are pissed that um, they can't sneak out the Hall of Fame to go to MSG? <laughs> yeah, I would be if I was a fan. Like if I was Zack Ryder, I wouldn't want to be sitting there. Man, uh, game changer. Um, so the, the dipshits at Nova Pro Wrestling, they bailed out of their show because they, the guy was, like, stealing money from his wife and stuff, and he couldn't pay the wrestlers, and he just backs out of the show. So Game Changer picks up the ball. Kudos to them. And they run another show. It's at noon on Saturday. It's called Orange Cassidy is Doing Something or Whatever. <laughs> I'm in. Um, there's the, the 5 o'clock somewhere last person standing match. Uh Session Moth Martina against Nate Webb. Um, the old nice. school Chikara guy himself, Ultramantis Black, taking on Nick Gage. Uh, Teddy Hart's reading Rainbow, whatever that means. Jonathan Gresham and Shinjiro Otani. And in a one minute time limit match, Chuck Taylor <laughs> versus Trent Barrett. <laughs> oh my gosh. That could be good. It's going to be um, some good stuff. Hey, it's just next week. I cannot wait. The alternative is out there. It is real, folks. Check us out. All next uh, next week, uh, starting Friday night, possibly around 9 p.m., burning that midnight oil. Uh, just wrestling fill the weekend. Check us out on Facebook, WrestleCast Radio. Also, uh, Strong Style Media. Give us a like, a comment, share. Uh, you know, all the all the posts, um, also on Twitter at WrestleCast underscore SSM. Um, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast. Check out those awesome four new shirts. We got the midway representation of the best wrestling city in all the land. Chicago, Illinois is there. Um, also, where uh, for WrestleMania weekend, I don't know if they can get it in time. Maybe they can get it ready for, you know, uh, you know, the latter half of the Champions Carnival over on all Japan, Ryan. Where can they get a sweet deal for the uh, wine lovers out there? Ah, head over to wink.com and get yourself a subscription. We got 
links going up uh, this this week. Everything should be set up. We got everything going. So, um, you know, if you're if you're interested in that or any, you know, baseball season starting on Thursday. If there's any merch you need, head on over Strong Style Media. We got links to Fanatics. We got links to to Wink.com. Get yourself something to drink. Get yourself a new baseball hat, and uh, you know, get yourself some merch. Support the show. Support yourself with some new good. Good stuff. Yeah. Some good beverages because you're going to need it with that eight-hour shit show that's happening on the seventh. <laughs> I uh, think I think that's wait. the that's the ticket. That's the end of us. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next Soon. week. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a show on. I'm guessing before WrestleMania weekend. Also tomorrow night, uh, myself Nick Hagburn, um, special edition of Sportscast. It'll be at 9.30 tomorrow night, our MLB preview. We're going to preview all 30 teams. So be sure to check that out. You know, Hagberg's uh, got a lot of good knowledge. So it's always Mm -hmm. a pleasure when uh, Nikki Nikki comes by. So we'll be be getting on to you 9.30 tomorrow night. Otherwise, myself, Alex, we will see you next week. A lot of wrestling, a lot of fun. Peace out.